Welcome to On Texas Football. It's a special edition, Lunch with the Coach. Coach Brian Irwin, two-time state champion, Lamarck Cougar High School head coach, uh, half dozen other head coaching uh, uh, stops around the state of Texas as well. Uh, Brian, you were in Lubbock uh, on Saturday. I, I appreciate you uh, making it back and giving us your time uh, today. Uh, tell me your initial thoughts on, on what happened in Lubbock. Uh, we, it was a typical deal. We let them hang around. I mean, we had a chance to put them away, I think, a couple different times. And you let Tech hang around. I've been to Jones Stadium a number of times. Um, and it's a tough place to play. It's a tough environment. Uh, Tech fans are, you know, faithful. They're, they're loyal. They're loud. Um, and and it just it got tougher and tougher as as we weren't able to put them away. And then, and then all of a sudden, a two-score game becomes a one-score game. And then a one-score game becomes a tied game. But, uh, you know, we, we've got to be able to put them away, and we didn't. And we let them hang around, and in the end, they beat us. I'm going to ask you about the offense and, and uh, what you think on each side of the ball because I think there's probably some talking points uh, that you think uh, need to be discussed. Uh, but first, I want to thank our sponsor, Laura Baker. Uh, Laura, uh, it sponsors Lunch with the Coach. Uh, she's an accomplished Austin realtor. Uh, Laura and the Andy Allen team at Keller Williams can handle all of your real estate needs in the Austin area. Laura, Laura is not only a diehard Longhorn fan, but a longtime Austin real estate expert. Contact her at Laura at Andy Allen team. Uh, this is Brian Irwin and Bobby Burton talking on, on Texas football. Lunch with the coach. Getting tongue-tied here, Brian. I'm sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about offense. What was your biggest takeaway on offense? I think it always starts with the running game. I mean, it's it's it was a little it was frustrating. We I, we just didn't run the ball. We're not controlling the line of scrimmage. We're not getting movement. There's there's too much penetration too early in the play. So many times it looked like Bijan. I mean, as he's taking the handoff, he's dodging this and dodging that, spinning out of this. We've got to control the line of scrimmage. Uh, we're not running the football. Uh, plain and simple, we are not running the football good enough right now to to be a championship football team. Brian, you look at the stats from Saturday, uh, and you know Texas rushed for 149 yards, which on the surface doesn't sound all that bad. Uh, averaged, uh, I guess, what is it? Uh, averaged somewhere in the neighborhood of five yards an attempt. Uh, 29 uh, rushes for 149 yards, but you know you take away a big run by Bijan in the second half. You take away a 20-yard plus scamper uh, from Hudson Card. And they rushed about 15 times in the second half, uh, and only two of them went for big gains. The rest of them, uh, Texas may have gotten 15 yards total out of those carries. Yeah, uh, and that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, the run efficiency is just – it's not there. We, we, we're popping a run or two here or there. We're getting a QB scramble here or there. But what we always talk about in run efficiency is we want four yards, first down or a touchdown. And – if 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 you can say it was a plus and we got four yards, or you know if it's third and two and we get three yards, that's that's a positive rundown. You know if we're on the six inch line and we get eight inches and we score a touchdown, then that's still a positive run play, right? But by and large, you either get you get four yards, you get first down, you get a touchdown, and that's why we always consider were we being efficient? Did we get a plus for that play running wise or a minus that play running wise? So. You want your run efficiency to be, you know, somewhere 65 to 70%. Um, 
I don't know. I had put the pen and pencil to it. I, I I know it's not there. I mean, I I, I watched the game and and having a, a good enough field to, to see that it's not there. I, I I would like to put the pen and pencil to it um, and see what that run efficiency was. But when you're getting one and a half, two, one, one and a half, and then you bust one for forty, yeah, we'll take the forty yard bust, but you're not creating any rhythm in your offense with a run game or any kind of confidence uh, with your run game when, when, you know, 75% of the time you're getting two yards. Um, You've got to create that consistency and that run efficiency where you're pounding that thing and and you're getting four yards, first down or a touchdown. Well, it puts you in second and third and long. Yes. Uh, Right. And so uh, tech, uh, I want to ask you this. So Tech committed seven, eight guys to the box with regularity in the second half. Yeah, uh, no doubt that that affected their running because they were running the ball. Texas was running the ball pretty well in the first half and efficiently, I, mm-hmm. I thought. Uh, but in the second half, with Xavier Worthy going out, uh, Tech decided to say, "Okay, beat us in the air if you're gonna. You're not gonna run Bijan and Roshan yeah. down my throat." Um, and uh, long story short, I think Tech was up to it. Committed more people to the box. Uh, at the same time, you know, doesn't can Texas find a way to run the ball even against seven and eight man box? I mean, yes. what what are you, what are the what are the play plays off of that to counteract that sort of uh, defense aggressive defense from Texas Tech? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, you know, if if they're putting seven in the box, then you pretty much you're in twenty-one personnel or twelve personnel, one of the two, and that's fine. They've got seven in the box or eight in the box. You know, how it, it, it doesn't matter. All we we've got to control the line of scrimmage. How many they have in the box has nothing to do with that line of scrimmage not getting moved. The down guys have to get taken care of first. We're getting too much penetration to begin the play. Bijan's dodging shrapnel back there as he takes the handoff. And the name of the game, the run game is control the down guys. You know, they only had four of those, you know, they may have eight in the box, but there's only four of those guys. You know, if they walk a linebacker up, maybe there's a fifth one, but control the line of scrimmage, control the defensive lineman. The run game will fit up and time up to where then you chip off and end up on a linebacker, you know, as an offensive lineman, but it's going to be a temporary double team control that defensive tackle, then we'll work up to the linebacker as the play unfolds. And right now, I, I don't see us controlling the down guys, the line of scrimmage. And that's that's what we've got to do. Um, that mostly at offensive guard, offensive tackle, center, where? Yeah, all, I think all it's All along the group? Which one? It, it's it's all, all along, but I, I'm seeing it's particularly weak in the middle, you know, between the guards, uh, center guard, and, and handling those down guys there. Uh, occasionally we're, we're still getting beat off the edge. You know, our stretch plays, we're not stretching as far as full zone stuff when we're not pulling guys. It's not real clean. We're not getting that push. We Even when you're running full zone, you've got to knock the guy off the line of scrimmage. You're still looking. 
even though it's a wide stretch play, you're still trying to attempt to knock that down line and back, you know, six inches, whatever it is. Uh, we, we, you can't give ground on an outside zone play. Now, the one we busted and, and broke, the 40-yarder or so, um, I, I know we pulled a couple. I don't know exactly who we pulled. I saw it live at the game, and, and it was like a pin and pull scheme. Uh, so it wasn't really what, what I'd call full zone. Everybody working together was more of a pin and pull scheme. So, um, yeah, I mean, we got to control it down, guys, period. Yep, it was Gunnar Helm uh, and Jake Majors. Uh, that, uh, that they actually pulled the center on that play. Yeah. Uh, and he had the kick out guy. Um, hey, uh, you know, I, or I think he may have done the seal and, and uh, Helm did the kick out. Uh, I can't remember. But, you know, you're, you're, you think that was a bigger – you think the failure to run the ball in the second half um, mm -hmm. really put the 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 onus on the Texas offense? I mean, Texas scored ten points in the second half, three of them in the last twenty seconds. So really, they only they really only scored seven. Yeah, uh, you think the failure to run the ball was the biggest thing? I, I do, I do. We we were it was second and nine every stinking series in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter. You know, it was second nine, second eight and a half. Um, and, and now all of a sudden you're, you know, you're off schedule. Now you're, you're needing to throw the football, um, get an incomplete pass on second nine. Now it's third nine. And, and, you know, the, the list goes on and on. So, um, yeah, I mean, first down efficiency productivity was, was not there in the second half. And that came from, I believe the running game. Got it. All right, uh, moving on to the defense, Brian. I appreciate you You try to be as, as clear as, as you could there. Moving to the defense, uh, the Longhorns give up long drives on consecutive starts to the game. Uh, you know, wh what's what's going on there? What needs to what, – what can they do um, to start the game better? Uh, is that part of it, or was it just a really nice performance by Donovan Smith? I mean, the, the Tech quarterback, what are your thoughts? He did play a really good game. I've seen him play a couple times last year and and then also this year. And, um, you know, he took care of the ball. He made plays with his legs. He, he threw the ball well. Uh, but, you know, the, the first drive of the game, the second drive of the game, that was just the indication of what happened the entire game, right? I mean, we just couldn't get off the field on third down. Uh, obviously, they went for it eight times on fourth down and, and got six of those. And that's just uh, not a good number for, for you defensively. Um, so our, our third down efficiency, fourth down efficiency, getting off the field uh, was not where it needed to be. Um, you know, I, I think we, we we stopped the run well. I mean, we, we they didn't gash us. You know, we controlled the line of scrimmage, I felt like, from a defensive line standpoint. Took a lot of air out of the, out of the gaps. Uh, made it really tough for them to run the football. It just comes down to the underneath throws. You know, we, we're not matching routes. We're not getting underneath routes to where we've got a defender between the receiver and the quarterback. Take, you know, just really shrinking down those windows. Um, I, I feel like we got to do a better job of that and matching routes and then also blend, blend in some man coverage, which we're not playing a lot of right now. And, uh, and, we, and we've got to, you know, we've got to match these routes and, 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 and cut these throwing lanes down and, and uh, contest balls. It's got to be bang, bang. Okay, if they make a great play and a great catch, okay. But it's got to be bang, bang. And they they did a few times the other day. The tight end made a bunch of huge catches for them. And, it, and they were bang, bang plays. We were we were draped all over him. 
and uh, he made the play. Uh, but uh, a lot of times it wasn't bang bang. You know, it was third and four. Quarterback steps up, and they got a receiver seven yards in the middle of the field, standing there, stationary target. We we've got to make them throw the harder throws. We can't let them throw a seven yard pass where it's a stationary target. And he's looking right at the quarterback. We got to make them throw it. You know. Uh, short and outside, hit the moving targets, hit the deep balls, make them complete the most difficult passes on the field. If they do, tip your hat to them. Let's go, you know, we'll go the next down, go the next series, and we'll, we'll try to get off the next in the next three plays. Uh, but just to me, too many passes where it's not contested like it needs to be contested, where we have the opportunity to, to break up the pass or, or to dislodge the ball from the receiver. Um, it's almost like they're not snugged up enough. Yeah, you know that's one that's one of the terms that that used to be used. I mean, uh, back and this is a long time ago, but but back when I was you know at, at Texas and I, I think it was I can't remember who the linebacker. I think it was Dave McWilliams is the one that used the term. Actually, yeah. he was the head coach and he used to uh, be the linebacker coach. And he would get on to Brian Jones. I think is uh, what who it was yeah. Brian. You got to get in that guy's grill, kind of. Yeah. Right and. Um, I see that. I, I I agree with that. They it, it, a lot of people see that as Texas playing off coverage. That's mm -hmm. not necessarily what that is, though. I mean, they do play a, quite a bit of off coverage, but we're talking about little curl routes where they're they're just giving ground instead of staying right in their hip pocket, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the, the easiest throw on the football field is the the stationary target where the receiver's got his numbers facing the quarterback and. And their quarterback was able to hit a number of those the other day instead of forcing, uh, you know, cover those up, force the ball outside, force the quarterback to hit the moving targets, uh, the furthest throws, things like that. So, This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. We just, we got to get off the field. Uh, we got we to match routes and, um, and contest balls and um, tackle better where we're not giving up, you know, those two or three yards. We mentioned this last week after UTSA, you know, it just it felt like the UTSA back was falling for a yard or two after contact. It's, it's, um, it's an issue. We, we've got to run our feet. We got to, we strike them. They need to go down. And um, that, that's going to come with hopefully better tackling and more physicality. Speaking with Brian Irwin, uh, former uh, high school football coach, coach across the state of Texas, two-time state champion uh, at Lamarck High School. Brian, uh, one question I had for you, and, and I've mentioned this, and I want to get your take on it. I don't see a real playmaker or, or a disruptor on defense at this time. Uh, there's nobody out there that's a Tony Brackens, right? Mm -hmm. um, that would be a, a guy that – or a Corey Redding or – uh, somebody, Arakpo, somebody that makes an off-schedule play for this yeah. defense. Do you see – I mean, Overshone might be one, but he's not really that guy because he's not a true linebacker. I, I'm wondering what you think of that 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 comment and whether or not that is is part of the problem here for Texas. I, I agree with that comment. I, I don't see it as being a problem. Um, we could win with the guys we have. Um 
you know, the New England Patriot mentality. Just do your job. Do your job. Play your butt off. Um, execute your assignment. If you're down lineman, do what you got to do. If you're a linebacker, fit where you got to fit. Corner safeties, et cetera. Just do your job. Be disciplined. Uh, when it's third and was it 26 or something like that? We jump off sides and then they end up making the deep throw and we get the interference call. So it's, it's somewhere like third and 26 when that happened. And uh, now all of a sudden you give them a first down instead of getting off the field. And that's, that was one of those first two drives you, you were referring to. And so we, you can't do that. You, you, you can't jump off sides on third and 26. You can't jump off side on third and six. Um, see the football. When the football moves, let's go. And let's go in a hurry. But let's play great team defense. Everybody do their job. We don't need any heroes. We don't need any superstars. We need great team players that are going to play, you know, in a frenzy, like their butts on fire, and and go play winning football. Gotcha. Um, Brian, a uh, couple of questions I want to I want to talk to you about. Uh, Texas now goes uh, 0-1 in conference play. Uh, they have uh, West Virginia next week, uh, up, uh, this coming Saturday. Game's at 6.30 uh, at night DK, at DKR. Um, let me ask you this question. Uh, Texas, your point about not – about giving the, the receivers too much cushion, so to speak, mm-hmm. and not uh, mm-hmm. really playing them, contesting them more uh, on the short routes, um, that's what the Big 12 is all about. Um, it's that air raid kind of let's just find it. Let's spread them out, find the open man. That's the easy, easiest Mm -hmm. target. You know, West Virginia does something very similar, right? Half the big 12 at least does something similar. Mm -hmm. Um, at what point in how how do you, can you make that change mid season? How does that even work? I think so. I think it's just, we need to be less patient. Let's, let's, Let's be less patient. We're we're not that that team right now. We're not that Alabama style of having that front seven secondary where you can sit there in a four down look, probably ninety nine snaps and and win the game because it's all gonna it's all gonna come out in the wash. You're gonna be okay. Right now, we we've got to be less patient. I think we we've got to roll the dice a little bit defensively, mix and match pressures. Be very, very multiple, um, and 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 just get after. Yeah, there's gonna be times where we're gonna be patient. We're gonna make them execute down the field, see if they can. But once they prove they can, then we've gotta we gotta be less patient. You know, um, we can't we can't give up 18 play drives. That that just that's unacceptable. Uh, you're better off giving up a three play drive. And and going to play an offense, and your defense is not as tired after those eighteen plays. But you know, certainly we don't we don't want to give up three play touchdown drives either. But um, we we've got to be a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more or less patient, and um, multiple pressure packages make the offense as uncomfortable, make that quarterback as uncomfortable as as we can. And if we bring pressure and we play zero coverage. You know, a time or two or a half a dozen times, and they burn us and they get us. Okay, hats off to y'all. We're, we're going to do it again. We're coming after you again. Um, but our offense is going on the field now, and and, and you know you got to you got to try to stop us. So I think that's the only way you can do it. 
uh, sitting there four down the entire game um, is, you know, it's. I'm not saying it's not going to work. We're going to continue to get better. But I also like seeing us being more multiple in our pressure packages. Gotcha. Um, speaking with Brian Irwin, uh, lunch with the coach. This is a, uh, a weekly installment here uh, on Texas football, uh, as well as InsideTexas.com. Uh, $1 for one month uh, at InsideTexas.com for a subscription. Please join us uh, there if you get an opportunity. Uh, Brian, uh, positive takeaways from this game for you? This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. We've talked a lot about the negative. Yeah. So I want to yeah. add the positive takeaways from, from Saturday's game. Yeah, I, I think – you know, I've I've heard a lot and read a lot that you know our guys quit and I, this and that. No, we our guys didn't quit. They fought their butts off. It was hot. Um, they played. They fought. There's we we hustled. We were running to the ball. A um, lot of energy. You know, uh, before the ball was snapped or during TV timeouts, things like that. Um, the culture's right. The culture's right. Um, the, the, the attitude is right. We just, we just didn't go win the game and the, and the players have to go win the game. You know, we, we get that fourth down stop the first possession, the second half, we're up 10. Now we get it on the 40 yard line. You take that thing down and you score, you go up 17. That, that, that game is over. That game is over. Um, we go up two touchdowns, you know, they're late in the game. And, uh, then we give them that, that long touchdown drive and they cut it to seven and then, um, you know, they get us pinned back down there on the one-yard line, and we had, a, we had a bad series there. But, you know, the positive is our guys played hard. We played well in spurts. Um, we're going to be okay. Sun came up today. Uh, we, we, we can't panic. We can't get negative. We can't turn on each other. Uh, can't turn on the coach, you know. Can't turn on anybody. We got to stick together. Players have to stick together. Go win the darn game. You're prepared. Let's go win the darn game. But but there's no need to panic. Let's stay the course. We're fine. I, I've said all along, I really believe the Big 12 champion is going to have two losses. I really believe that. Uh, everybody's going to beat each other a time or two. I don't see a dominant team. There's no reason why we don't, you know, eight weeks from now, we, we could have run the table. We, we, we just don't know. Right. Um, this team's got that ability. Uh, we know it's also got the ability to, to, to lose three or four more. But we have the ability one game at a time. He'll take care of West Virginia. And then, uh, you know, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, so there's plenty of positives. Plenty of positives. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, uh, you know, what is the difference uh, you've seen Hudson Card now started started two consecutive games, played three quarters in the Alabama game. I mean, he's played more more football than Quinn Ewers this this mm -hmm. season so far. Uh, yeah. But you've seen them both uh, in person. Uh, what are your thoughts about what each brings to the table? And if Ewers is back, what does that change 
offensively for Steve Sarkeesian? I think if years back, you know, there, there's a psychological boost um, probably from from the team, from from everyone. Um, uh, Hudson's played well enough for us to win. Uh, there's no he played well enough Saturday for for our football team to win. Um, so it's not on Hudson. Uh, there's there's nobody pointing fingers at him. Uh, the one throw he made was a bad throw. Uh, it was uh, cover one free, and the safety was over there, and uh, but. Other than that, he played well enough for us to win, and, and um, hats off to him. He's done, he's done a great job, admirable job. Um, if we can get Quinn back, I think the psychological boost, I think the ability to throw the football down the field, the intermediate routes that we haven't been throwing, the deep out routes, the cuts across the middle, you know, maybe getting, you know, JT Sanders down the scene, um, you know, down the field, across the field, more intermediate type guys where type routes where that big body can you can't cover him, you know you just can't cover a big guy like that he's always open no matter where the defender is he's always open so quinn's got that ability to make those throws gotcha um you know we we talk about that um difference uh you were at the game on saturday so you don't i you know they don't know they don't i was not i, I was at, at home trying to watch the game and get ready for the post game show um, but you're you're looking at it, Brian, and so you're seeing all 22 from the stadium. Mm-hmm. Were there open receivers in the second half uh, for Texas, or were most of them very tightly covered? Because the, I think that that uh, the thought process is, you know, for those of us that watch on TV, gee, were any receivers even open uh, in the second half when Xavier Worthy went out, or uh, were they just having problems finding him? Yeah, I didn't see a lot of open receivers. Um, you know, sometimes they were, we were max protecting and might, might only had two receivers out in the route. Um, you know, at one time in the red zone, we tried to hit Bijan down the sideline and he made that throw and he was covered up, you know, and just, we didn't have a chance there. And I, I think that was probably a real similar play that we ran against them last year in the red zone when, when we just torched them in Austin. Um, probably came back with it, tried it again this year, but, um, no, I, I didn't see a lot of receivers just wide screaming open. Um, I, I don't think that's the case. Gotcha. All right. All right. Uh, thank you, uh, Brian Irwin, uh, for Lunch with the Coach. Lunch with the Coach is brought to you by Laura Baker. Uh, she's an accomplished Austin realtor uh, with the T- Keller Williams, with Keller Williams, the Andy Allen team there. Uh, she can handle all of your real estate needs in the Austin area. If you're moving to Austin, want to move within Austin, want a, a, uh, uh, vacation home there so you can go see the the games on Saturdays. Uh, Laura is not only a diehard Longhorn fan, but a longtime Austin real estate expert and a friend of ours uh, at uh, Inside Texas. She's actually a subscriber to Inside Texas, Brian, which tells you what kind of she's she reads all the articles. uh, She told me and enjoys them. So anyways, uh, Brian, uh, thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, Any parting thoughts you have for the West Virginia game? We just got to we we got to have a great week of practice. I know you know that's that's cliche, but we do this. I mean, our guys have to get an edge. Uh, they know our backs now are are going up against the wall. Um, we we ought to be hungry. We know West Virginia is they're playing well. The the, the last time I, I watched them play a little bit the other night, they're aggressive on defense. Uh, they, they've got a pretty good defense. I'm really impressed with how hard they play and how fast they are. We know what the quarterback situation is. He's he's you know. He was five-star, right, coming out of high school. Um, 
So it's going to be tough. We've, we've seen West Virginia play enough as Texas fans, both in Austin and in Morgantown. Uh, it's, it's tough. They're, they're a tough team. They're a tough program. They pride themselves on being tough. We just, we've got to get better. That's the bottom line. Let's get better this week. Let, let that Texas Tech game, let everything that's happened thus far drive us and motivate us just to get a little bit better every single week and become the type of team that, that we want to become. Um, and, and I think the culture, I think the attitude, the leadership on this team is going to make that happen. And, and we're not, we, we don't want to see what happened last year happen. And we, we know we're all a little bit anxious about that. Right. But, I don't think the leadership, the culture, the attitude of this team is going to let that happen. They're going to come out this week, get better, and it's going to be a dogfight on Saturday. Got it. All right. Brian Irwin, uh, lunch with the coach uh, for On Texas Football. Uh, for Brian, I'm Bobby Burton. Thank you very much for watching.